0: Today I'm going to be talking about trauma. The sounds which you have heard are sirens warning people to take cover in a war context. This can create an awful flashback for those who have gone through war and those who are going through many critical moments in their lives. My podcast is going to focus on the meaning of trauma and the symptoms one faces when one experiences stress under critical conditions. However, a slight warning here, this is not for the faint-hearted. I will begin with a small experiment to help you understand what happens to you when you are faced in an uncontrollable stress situation. In this way, you are able to identify to a certain extent what happens to your stress levels and also gives you the opportunity to put yourself in the victim's role. I won't get very scientific today about this topic because all I want you to do is to sit back, understand the meaning of trauma and trauma is different for everybody out there. And uh, we'll start first of all uh, going through the many examples right now, worldwide, from environmental changes, pandemic situations, war, refugees on the run, famine, and so forth. And whatever happens on a large human scale trickles down to every human being in different ways. When our lives and likelihood are threatened, our bodies go into protective modes automatically. The most critical aspects of human elementary survival are good health, enough food to eat, our jobs, family and home. Once that is removed, the body goes into stress followed by trauma, followed by post-traumatic stress disorder. We will start off with an imaginary process and thereafter i will discuss what happens to your biological reactions and stress hormones but first of all take a comfortable position in a quiet room undisturbed and close your eyes i want you now to image the following scenes in your head Please do not do this exercise if you are very ultra sensitive to stressful experiences. This can trigger off a negative reaction or increase an underlying medical or psychological disorder. After each scene, you will take a few seconds to ponder or experience that picture before you move on to the next scene. Please just listen to my instructions carefully and stop if you feel it uncomfortable because this will defeat the whole purpose. Now, imagine a major car accident where you are trapped in your car between two trucks on a speeding highway. Picture this in your mind. Take a few seconds to realize Situation. Next, you are in a full aeroplane on your way to a beautiful holiday destination. A few hours later you are told by the flight captain that the engines are malfunctioning and that he has to do a crash landing over the Atlantic Ocean. Please take a few deep breaths, in and out, a few times. The third scenario, you have just lost a loved one, your job, your home, all in a period of three months. but at the same time you have been suffering from pains in your chest. You visit your doctor and he tells you that you have lung cancer, although you aren't even a smoker. You see another doctor, just to confirm this diagnostic report, he tells you that you have only 6 months to live. Again. Take time to reflect. The next scene, you have gone shopping and on your return home, you discover that your house has been bombed to ashes. Everything that was precious to you has been lost in a split second. You feel like your whole life has been wiped out. Again, take a few seconds to contemplate this moment and the helplessness you feel while holding on to your shopping bags. It is like you are in shock at this moment. The last scene, your husband or your wife has filed for a divorce. You have been married for over 20 years and your whole married life was focused on the family, the job, the home and all of a sudden you are left with nothing. Your spouse has squandered all the money and you have lost your home. Please take a few seconds now to open your eyes and measure your pulse and heart rate. Normally when imagining a stressful situation, the body feels threatened. Your nervous system responds by releasing a flood of stress hormones including adrenaline and cortisol which rouse the body for emergency action. Your heart pounds faster, muscles tighten, Blood pressure rises, the breath quickens, and your senses become sharper. This reaction is known as fight or flight. All the stress response. It is a protective mechanism. However, when does stress become trauma? The physical and emotional symptoms of stress continue and become unimaginable. You continually feel tense or confused and your emotions do not return to normal. Work and relationships suffer as a result of this traumatic event. You continue to re-experience the event in your mind several times. I would just like to briefly discuss some of the following. What exactly are the key signs and symptoms of trauma? Here are five points. Constant tiredness, even after you have had a rest, headaches and general pain in your body, difficulty falling asleep, having restless sleep, strange physical sensations. But what about the symptoms of psychological trauma? Shock, denial, or disbelief, confusion, difficulty concentrating, Anger, Irritability, Mood Swings, Anxiety and Fear, Guilt, Shame, Self-Blame, Withdrawing from Others, Feeling Sad or Hopeless, Feeling Disconnected or Numb. I have actually seen this in a lot of soldiers uh, during my military services and um, also with prisoners and yes each one reacted differently at different levels but let's just continue here. A traumatized person can feel a range of emotions both immediately after the event and in the long term. They may feel overwhelmed helpless, shocked or have difficulty processing their experiences. Trauma can also cause physical symptoms. Trauma can have long-term effects on the person's well-being. If symptoms persist and do not decrease in severity, it can indicate that the trauma has developed into a mental health disorder, which we normally call post-traumatic stress disorder. With many soldiers just coming back from war, and if it's not treated in time, the uh, soldiers become suicidal or suffer from real deep depression. Um, we see this too with kids who have been abused. Uh, later on, as grown ups, the problems don't just go away, they won't disappear overnight unless they're treated at an earlier stage. Now, there are several types of trauma, including acute trauma. This results from a single stressful or dangerous event, Mm. like bombs falling out of the sky. Chronic trauma, this results from repeated and prolonged exposure to highly stressful events as i mentioned too this could also include child abuse bullying or domestic violence then we have a third category called complex trauma this results from exposure to multiple traumatic events we see a lot of this also in war zones and um, this repetition of continuous exposure to stressful situations bombing um, people dying in front of you famine hunger suffering yes and then we have a secondary type of trauma or vicarious trauma is another form of trauma with this form of trauma a person develops traumatic symptoms from close contact with someone who has experienced a traumatic event it carries over to the other person family members mental health professionals and others who do care for those who have experienced a traumatic event are at risk of vicarious trauma now see this at the moment too with um, a lot of refugees who have come to Germany in the last few years people families kind-hearted persons who have taken over a lot of these refugees into their homes even caregivers um, they also suffer this kind of secondary trauma now i would like to mention also again family members mental health professionals and others who do care for those as i've said um who are at risk of this vicarious trauma, the symptoms often minor those of post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, we're coming to the end of my podcast, and let me just sum up you know, the major points in this discussion. And what I'd like to mention is, while the causes and symptoms of trauma are various, there are some basic signs of trauma that you can look out for. People who have endured traumatic events will often appear shaken and disoriented. You see this at the moment too, with the Ukraine war. Um, it's amazing, just look at the eyes of these children and their mothers and old people. They have this glossy appearance um, of their eyes and they walk around like they're in shock. Or they will do the opposite and become hyperactive. Yeah, um, they might, you know, really not respond to conversation as they normally would and will often appear very withdrawn or not really present when you speak to them. Another telltale sign of this trauma victim is anxiety. Now, anxiety is due to trauma and can manifest in problems such as night terrors, genous irritability, poor concentration and regular mood swings. While these symptoms of trauma are common, they are not exhaustive, believe you me. Individuals respond to trauma in different ways. Sometimes trauma is virtually unnoticeable, even to the victim's closest friends and family. And these cases illustrate the importance of talking to someone after a traumatic event has occurred. Even if they show no initial signs of disturbance, it doesn't mean that they're not suffering. Trauma can manifest for days, months or even years after the actual event. I have just covered the surface of this topic, but the world as we see and experience right now is for many a stressful situation and can go from stress, to trauma, to post-traumatic stress disorder if left untreated. So the focus should be the avoidance of negative media, false influences or social media platforms that have an enormous violent impact on your emotions. This will only strengthen the problem. Therefore, it is imperative that family, friends and caregivers give the necessary support. Thank you everyone for listening, your host Celeste.